You're listening to the AfterBuzz TV Network. Now the largest new media platform on the web and your number one source for after-show entertainment. Very good, Gene. AfterBuzz Studios in Los Angeles, California, presented by Maria Menounos and streaming live thanks to Akamai Technologies. This is AfterBuzz TV's The Fosters After Show. We'll break down tonight's episode and get you all the latest news and gossip. And now, another post-game wrap-up show for your favorite TV show. It's AfterBuzz TV's The Fosters After Show. Hey, everybody. Welcome back. This is The Fosters After Show on AfterBuzz TV. We are going to be recapping tonight, Padre, the most emotional episode so far. Oh, yeah. And not just by our (laughs) co-hosts. Guys, please introduce yourself. Hey, everyone. I'm Stephanie Georgie. Uh, My name is Jillian Leff, and I'm so happy to be here with you guys. I know. I'm happy to have you guys here. All three of us back in the studio. I'm Jeffrey Masters. This was a really intense episode. It was. It was super emotional. I thought it was fascinating for such a character that is not like a massive presence, say, positive in their lives. We just saw like the effect it had on each and every character. It's still a life lost. It's sad, you know? Yeah. We sort of, you know, find out um, a lot about... Steph in this episode, which yes. I thought was really important because mostly we always talk about um, her as the the tough role, um, but we sort of got to see multiple facets to her personality. And to be honest, at the end of last week's episode, I was thrown off by the beginning of this week's episode um, because it was a I don't even know if it was a flashback. It was a memory. Mm-hmm. It was it was something made up in her mind. But I thought there for a second. I was with Jeff, and I was like, wait. Is yeah. he alive? What's happening? Yeah. Is I this said flashback what? dream? Was last week a flashback dream? Like, what are the writers right. doing to us? And we and we find out that um, they sort of connected um, over baseball, which is sort of the funny thing that carried on throughout the episode. That was, I guess, the lightest moment of the episode was the wake theme, the Padres wake theme. Yeah, really, literally amazing and necessary for the episode too. <laughs> I thought the funeral served as a like kind of a wonderful device to shake the whole show up. Yeah. In a necessary way. And just to get all of the characters back together exactly. in one room. Absolutely. I love this family and I love them together. I love them Especially too. our supporting family members, Annie Potts and Loretta Toussaint. Nope. Lorraine Toussaint. <laughs> <laughs> Lena's mom. <laughs> Dana, Lena's mom. The yeah. most wonderful grandmas in the world. They are. They're so sweet and wise. I love it. And they're able to just bring a new dynamic to the show by like being parents to the ultimate parents, Steph and Lena, who mm-hmm. week after week we kept raving about. Now, I don't know if we should necessarily rave about them this week as a oh, duo. Really? Hold on, hold on. They were divided this episode. Yes. Yeah. Continue. There was, there was secrets. Mm-hmm. Um, Lena kept the fact that she was taking fertility medicine. Right. Steph finds it in the beginning of the episode. And then it sort of causes conflict for them for the rest of the episode until the ultimate resolution at the end. And, like, I don't know about you guys, but I would be pissed if I was dating somebody and I found drugs in their drawer that I didn't know they were taking and they're supposed to be my partner and we're supposed to share things. Okay, she had a very good reason, though, that, that, you know, her father died and, like, that's when you push back, like, certain big things to talk about. Well, regardless, I'd I'd be mad if I had five children and... She's trying to do another one on her own by herself. In Lena's defense, <laughs> yeah. she did try to tell Steph about yeah. the drugs in last, last week's episode. episode. Mm-hmm. I don't remember that. Oh yeah, she, she was laying in bed. 
and, and then and she got tired, oh. turned around, and then I think Jude walked in, or exactly. somebody walked in. You're and, exactly right. Yeah. Exactly, and and again, like they they didn't connect, which was Alina does that. Alina will like just almost as if she's trying to play the bigger person. Will just be quiet when she's doing like, well, no, wake up. Like she could. Why? Why did you just not say something? Who cares? She wasn't asleep yet. I know, but when she did finally tell Steph, Steph had such a mature reaction, which was, you know what? Like, if you want to, we can talk about it and, like, ultimately have this. Mm-hmm. And I feel like other TV shows would choose the route of, like, oh, no, she didn't. Yeah. You know, like, maybe, like, a slap. Just kidding. But, you know, other TV <laughs> shows, like, build show drama. Watch, right? <laughs> I'm talking about Real Housewives only. Right. No, other shows, like, build drama. And mm-hmm. I thought that was, like, a wonderfully mature response that is real and just makes Steph such a more interesting character. Well, the best part about that is that I feel like if that was between a man and a woman, the man would absolutely be mad because there's just different mindsets. He's the man of the house. He has to take care of everything. What was nice about this is that these are two women, so Steph knew how she felt. She knew where she was coming from. But in that example, like... A man and a woman taking prenatal vitamins, like she could potentially get pregnant, you know, yeah. or there's not like a chance of that. Right. And props to the writers for Pretty not sure, making yeah. Steph believe that she might be having an affair. Like that oh, was yeah. another easy road. No, well, there was a moment where it was like, oh, it, they, you thought that Mike and her. It was like, oh, no. Well, no, because be she funny. approaches her in the kitchen. Yeah, um, Lena approaches Steph in the kitchen, and she's oh. like, oh my god, did Mike tell you? And immediately Steph is like, did Mike tell you what? They're having a child. We want Brandon <laughs> to have a biological brother. It's perfect. No, but I, that was another thing that they were also divided about this episode. Just the the fact <laughs> that yeah. I know. Just the the fact that um, the whole thing came up with Mike, and now the DA is investigating him, and it's sort of opening up this whole entire can of worms that I think Lena and Steph, as a couple, thought was over. Of right. course. Like, I don't think of this course. was a thing. They, they sort of put it in the back of the closet. They tucked it away. Absolutely. And because it happened in 2013, the first group of episodes for episode one, mm-hmm. I feel like us as the viewers are like, wait, what did happen? Mm-hmm. What was legal? What wasn't? What did they decide? And then Steph in the previews saying... Can I lose my job too? Right. Yeah. Well, it's because they didn't speak they, from the beginning. I mean, what do you expect? They used to be husband and wife. They still have a very strong bond, mm-hmm. and it, they dropped it. That you know, the state, everyone dropped it. It wasn't be, until because of the article. So, right. and the article is basically out of sight, out of mind. Right. Exactly. The article is basically <clears throat> making Anna's husband like, you know, he was he was in the right in the situation, yeah. where he's like. They're just like, kind of glorifying guy. him. Exactly, yeah. and it's police brutality, which, right. as we know, it's so easy to point the finger. Mm-hmm. Um, Especially to the popo. Exactly. And again, another thing <laughs> that ABC Family has brought up. Un- check it off the list, people. Right. Things that we thought were buried. Yeah. Things that we, I wish were buried. Do not bring Anna back, please. Yeah, yeah I'm over Leave Anna. Liam in jail. Is Liam in jail? No. No. I don't remember. I, think they didn't <laughs> believe, I, didn't, I don't think they believed Kelly, actually. Oh, right. Okay, so back to my original idea, though. Mm -hmm. If Danny Nucci were to get Lena pregnant, biological brother-sister. Half. Yeah, close enough. It rounds up. The baby would be dark. Are the writers paying attention? Write this down. (laughs) I'm just saying. It's not unheard of. Are you sure you don't write for the show, Jeff? What? Are you sure you don't write for the show? Oh, that's my day job. I forgot. Yeah. I just came from on set. So other things that sort of happen to Steph in this episode that I want to note. Um, the dad's minister that they, um, you know, she asked to do the eulogy was throwback. The guy that basically was like, I'm shaming you for being a lesbian. Right. 
Right. Which, shocker. Mm-hmm. I a, loved that. Yes. That was a nice touch. Yeah, TBT. And then he has evolved. That's nice to hear. I know. Mm-hmm. Well, he it, it was sort of a big step for him. You know, he agrees with... He doesn't necessarily agree with their lifestyle, but he 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 says that people evolve and that her dad was trying to better so understand yeah. her situation. And that's the nicest thing you would hear. They're never going to make resolutions now that he is gone, but to hear that he was trying and mm-hmm. working and, like, talking with another, like, authority figure to try to, like, work this out. How can I accept my daughter? I think that's beautiful to and hear. And I'm happy that he said that when she's like, what do you want me to be happy about it? And he's like, well, you know, he was... He was attempting to change his fundamental beliefs, and it's true, especially for being someone older. And everyone knows the older you get, the harder it is to change. Yeah. Right. So for that, for him to try so hard, which is too bad. That's what makes everything so sad. I know. And then for the pastor to say, your family's beautiful. Like, yeah. that could not have happened that 30 years exactly. ago. And that's beautiful because it, it, he has evolved. I have I have, to, I have so many friends who have the exact same experience with their fathers, their priests, their pastors, like, trying to go to them for help, and the same thing happened. But that's now so it's nice. just changed. I mean, I said earlier, I tweeted I tweeted you guys, and I tweeted Bradley and Peter, and I was like, guys, this might be the episode that I cry. And when he said, you have a beautiful family, tear fell from my cheek. Somebody that does not cry usually. I know. I know. Too. It's weird. Yeah. I was like getting a little choked up, too, especially when Steph and, Lean, or Steph and Callie were having their bonding moments of, like, we've now both lost parents. Mm-hmm. That we did not get to say goodbye to. Yes. yes. And we learned so much about Callie this episode. Oh my gosh! It was. Um, it, it just yeah. It, it makes me feel better too because I'm I'm not surprised. Mm-hmm. Like okay, cool. Now I understand. Remember how irritating was she getting to us? And now mm-hmm. it's like okay, you're not as irritating. This is all coming out perfect. Absolutely. What Rita wanted to do from the beginning, we were trying to find out what her deal is. And that's because we kept seeing like the effects of her childhood. We mm-hmm. kept seeing her making these bad decisions. Mm-hmm. And this episode reminded us that she is so hurt inside. And she's the victim. Yeah. And why she's making those decisions. Exactly. And it made her much more likable again. Yeah, just as we are vulnerable. Mm-hmm. We were waiting for this. We were. I mean, they, they teased it you know, during the week on Facebook mm-hmm. and on Twitter. Oh, did they? Yeah, we yeah. knew we were going to find out a little more about Callie's past this week, and I'm glad that we did because we find out just how damaged she is. Mm-hmm. We knew that she was messed up because of the decisions, obviously, like we just said, the decisions that she's made, but it was sort of nice to see um, an exchange with her mom mm-hmm. because I think that we we got to see, you know, her attempt to have an exchange with her dad, the mom thing needed to happen because, you know, a contact with dad is one thing, but I was always wondering, where did this, like, deep-seated anger come from? Yeah. Um, so I, I really liked it, and I liked all of the flashbacks that I thought that it was the, the little girl that played Callie and the little boy that played Jude, amazing. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Callie's mom, though, looks exactly like Maya Mitchell. That's yep. so funny. It was like our minds were blown. I was Casting, like, I love when they cast so well. Props, this, Julie. How did this happen? Yes, and then just seeing the way that baby Callie was released. Sorry, <laughs> the young Callie <laughs> flashback was. Oh, yeah, baby <laughs> Callie. She was talking at one. Um, the ways that she was relating with her mom, you could also see that they just had a very different, like, mixed relationship already. Mm-hmm. Now, this this is my thing. Do you feel like. There were other things going on that, like, reasons why she might have resented her mom. Because I don't know if it was just a, 
a sort of, you know, like, I don't want to say, I no, don't want to kiss was, you goodbye. Maybe it was a temperamental thing or, you know, when you're younger, you're just trying to be like, oh, whatever. Like when you get through this awkward stage because you're starting to realize what it's like to be shy. Yeah. Um, or I was thinking already when I saw that maybe she was upset because she saw that her dad was drinking and she saw that she was about to go out with him. Oh, or she was leaving. She didn't want she her was to leaving, leave. So she was like, no, I'm not going to hug you because why are you leaving with my dad right now? He just finished drinking like... That's interesting. Three bottles. Yeah, I think it has to be more than just she was having a bad day. Yeah. You know, they wouldn't, They don't, like, write those in for, like, And uh, her nothing. father has obviously been drinking since before that night. If he's going to drink so much that he kills all these people. Yeah, it just, it was very apparent that they're not making this a happy-go-lucky flashback of, like, the perfect mother-daughter relationship. There was, mm-hmm. like, something underlying going on. Mm-hmm. I don't know, fans, what do you think? We want you to go to iTunes and YouTube and comment and rate our show. We love thumbs up and five stars, so please, please do that. And let's continue this dialogue about Callie's mom on YouTube. I know that we check it all week, so we'd love to hear from you guys. Yeah, and then, so tell me, were you guys surprised when we found out that it was Callie who destroyed the room and not Jude? (laughs) See, I thought that, okay, so... Did you I, see it coming? I immediately looked at you when she said, um, you know, Jude, Jude, you Jude, what did you do? And I flashed back to when Jude threw the book at Hastings. Exactly. And I was like, yeah. oh my God, he has this anger issue. Mm-hmm. And he seems so sweet on the outside, but really he blacks out and he goes into a rage. Or yeah. he was just so young that he didn't remember. Exactly. But we find out that Callie's a little cuckoo. Yeah, well, I was so confused because I said, oh my God. Because look at her natural reactions to everything. Cole, everything. Yeah, but I was shocked. I said, oh my God, why is it Jude anger issues and now she's the one right. and it's so messed up and then mm-hmm. they tell us and you're like oh it makes perfect sense it does that's sad. the best part when the shows do this like in the writers again good job but <laughs> when everything starts falling together you know starting from yeah. past prior episodes and now it's like okay yes this is all this, there's a bigger picture yeah this episode in particular Padre was connecting a lot of breadcrumbs that had been like yeah. laid throughout the season I was like oh mm-hmm. that's why she does that yes but I also felt like you know, things needed to happen in this episode, but it also wasn't the most exciting episode mm-hmm. that we've seen. I don't know. How of did you action, feel? You're saying I like mean, there our... was. It was just kind of like I feel it, like it could have been a catch up almost. Maybe it, it just it all took place in the house. Everything was sort of being tied up nicely with a bow. Like we didn't, we weren't really left with anything at the end of the episode except for like the pregnancy thing, which. Yeah, it's a big deal, but as a viewer, I am I'm obviously connected to Steph and Lena, but I'm connected to the kids. I know what you mean. I um I I understand what you're saying and I felt that a little, a little bit, but it didn't bother me because we got mm-hmm. so much like character development. Exactly. Right? I was going to say cuz that's the reason why our first season, remember what we were saying or what you were saying, yeah. <laughs> I was not honor with you guys. <laughs> but you guys would say that, you know, they put everything everything could have happened in those first 10 episodes mm-hmm. that you could possibly think of, but it was so that they could capture the audience. Yeah. Now that they've and us. they didn't know if it was going to get picked up. Exactly. Now that they've captured us, now we're willing to spend time on this character's problems and then this character's problems and this solution and that solution. Yeah. And we I got thought to it was see... okay because I, I kind of do want to spend more time on each character. Yeah, mm-hmm. and we got to see the characters in so much different lights. Yes. And so it was like innately interesting. But and then I think it was I liked watching Callie and Brandon react. Yeah, but no Brawley kiss this episode. I know, but she chose the family over that Brandon, made me cry a lot. which yeah. I've been rooting I for the whole time. Don't cry, guys. I get I get so mad. I don't know. I always look over. I'm like, why are they crying? I could see it happening though because he was giving like the Romeo monologues of he, sonnets, yeah. and she was giving like the level-headed, practical nature of no. I, I actually want a family as well. Yeah. Well, if we looked about what happened in this episode, it was like. 
So there was resistance in the beginning when Brandon was like, I want to tell the world that I love you. Shout it from the rooftops. And she was like, why don't we hold off for a second? <laughs> um, let's process this, which is really the first time that Callie is like actually thinking. Mm-hmm. And I think Good. I know exactly. I think it, it took this death and it took her to you know be brought back into the house I to be like, wait a minute. Am I making the right choice? And then Lena's mom is like, honey, what are you doing? You, I understand that you're 16, but 16-year-olds need family, too. Yeah. Which is completely true. Yeah. Which, how refreshing was it to hear Kelly say that? Brandon, like, I need a family. Mm-hmm. I don't know. Okay. And thank God he understood it. But he, she said it. Can they still, like, coexist in the same house? Like, those feelings don't just, like, get shot away overnight. Exactly. You see, now, what I'm wondering is that our, the future episodes are definitely going to be, like, in the morning something. Or maybe they make a joke and then they laugh and... You yeah. know, like, you know, like... <laughs> the tension's still going to be there. Or even just, can I... Oh, uh, uh, our hands Spark. <laughs> For people who are not viewing this on camera, they're... <laughs> Their yeah, pinky right. toes, the pinky <laughs> fingers are touching, grazing. There's electric shocks and chemistry and fireworks. We're just, we're just talking about how we were demonstrating. They could be at the That's breakfast so table and they, they can, can make have eye a contact. They can, like you know, briefly. Oh, were you yeah. reaching for the eggs? So was yes, I. exactly. No eggs from babies. Well, you know how they all eat, or like if they're doing their dishes and they're passing the dish, and then again, yeah, who knows? Or if she's taking a shower and comes out of the bathroom because she has to get dressed. Oh my god, do they share a bathroom? They all do. They share yeah. one bathroom. One bathroom for yeah. five kids. Yeah. That's why you should not have a baby. That's no. why it's okay. The Brady Bunch all over again. Oh, my God. I want this baby so bad. I just don't think that they can, like, coexist in the same house. Brandon has to go live with Danny Nucci. He has to go to, like, prodigy piano school. I just think it's going to be funny that in order for this to happen, they're probably going to bring a female character in for Brandon. Yeah. Or bring oh. Talia back. Right. Bum, bum, bum. Oh, well, I think hopefully we saw not Talia. Talia. That's too much. Oh, that's way too much. Though. Too much D drama. Too much. Well, too much from her. It's just going to be funny because if that's the case, then Brandon's going to be your typical teenager and just be like, all right, everything's cool. Yeah, just it, the show cannot work out where they're they, going like, to have sneak relationships. Off in the middle of the night and like m- make sweet kisses in the fields. They're both absolutely going to find um, new love interests. Really? I think not so. Convinced. I think so. But I, I, I can almost guarantee it. Something, speaking of the piano teacher, something has to come back around with that because he did quit the piano mm-hmm. lessons and right. he's not used that money for anything yet, right? Well, it, Here's the thing. Well, we'll save it for predictions because right. there was a wad of money that was placed down the I don't want to wait. Jeffrey, no. we have to wait. No. We have more of the episode to but talk daddy. about. But daddy. But daddy. Um, so Let's jump to Jude. Yeah. So Jude, poor little Jude, second funeral in his short little 12-year-old mm. life. <laughs> Sorry. That's not funny. But <laughs> <laughs> Just the way you phrased it. Jeff. Like, counting tallies, got my second. I'm so excited. <laughs> Going for three this year. Um, yes, that is very sad. Mm-hmm. It is. It's not normal to have to deal with that much um, at 12. Yeah. And that's exactly why Callie's there. You and know? that's exactly why he called Connor to com- comfort him. <gasps> Connor's the best friend anybody could ever have. I know. He has a Ouija board. <laughs> Actually, no, because if that if I was um, Lena or Steph, I would be so mad at Connor for bringing that into my house. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. She's not a it's fan of it. dark side end. It is dark sided For anyone who's even somewhat religious or spiritual... No, not okay. How do you think the exorcist happened? Because that you little know, girl was playing with the Ouija board. They are doing That's a charmed re- reboot. That's how you I get was possessed. having flashbacks. That's like opening a door to your head, and then when you open the door, that's everything. Who knows what's going to come in? I'm not actually buying that. Yes. Okay, who's Zach? Remind me that Mariana's name. She did Zach. Yeah, who's that? I forget. 
Is that somebody that we is that were the introduced? No, it's, like, it's the yeah, Zach. That's yes, that's With him. Bangs? Remember one of the our YouTube people told oh, us that ears. his name was Zach. Oh yeah, he had all oh, ten right. toes. I remember the him. lighting guy. Yes, yes, the one that got upset, the one that was in the yes. back of the you know. Yes. I'll agree with you guys. Coffee. I honestly do not remember. I, in the very beginning, he's like, "Oh, he what a great strategy! Of course, all girls to help us out on the crew." And then he's like, "I'm a freshman. I'm the youngest one to be able to do costume." That, that is kid. Zach. That is That's Zach. Zach. Yeah. You're he likes Mariana. Yeah, he was the one okay. that was like, um, oh, I need to go get more gobos. And he left. Do <laughs> you remember? Do you want to see my gobo? I feel like, oh, that's weird. <laughs> um, so what else about Jude? I feel like it was just. Oh, when he when he talked to his mother, though. Oh how awesome was that? He said, Mom, can oh. they adopt me? That was incredible. He called Lena Mom. And there was a pause there. And it's, it was it was nuts because I felt like his mom thought about it. Oh, sorry. Oh, oh. Because he said, Mom, are you there? The we, the, the, oh, they the went Ouija straight board. to yes. It was in the script. <laughs> <laughs> I think it was a little bit of Connor magic. Oh. <laughs> I think it was It was Connor like their magic. chemistry. Yeah. No, and then when he said, Mom, can you talk me? Pause, pause, pause. Sweet. Yes. And then when he, but he called, started calling them Mom. Yeah, he called Lena and stuff Mom, which and was great. And it was great. brilliant to have it happen in front of Callie. For her to be like, I want to call them mom. Oh, he did in front of Callie? I thought yeah. it was, oh. You were sleeping. No. <laughs> you were nodding off. Okay. I had to get tissue for my tears. It was on the tears. stairs. She was behind the listening. No. Yeah. <laughs> she no, was. she was. I know, I know oh. that. I'm saying that. <laughs> <laughs> OMG. Yeah. Okay, I, I really want to hear what you guys have to say about predictions. Let's jump well, into it. Yeah. It's, I'm, oh, no. And now, oh, you're it. after Buzz TV. Predictions. Going back on Brandon with the piano, remember when his teacher said, play with pain? Mm-hmm. He's going to start playing incredible with what he's been through. He already okay. started this episode. Love. Did you hear that? That was a, that was good. And it was some nice jazz. But everything with Callie, with his grandpa, with his parent, with his moms, his dad, like, It's a very watch. specific it's be prediction. Yeah. Okay. I know. Sorry. I cut you off earlier, Jillian. No, it's okay. What were you um, before we, before I talk about my prediction, oh, I wanted right. to talk about um, the web series oh, Girls yeah. United. Oh my word! I know Jeffrey. Jeffrey is just he just wants to get out of here. Uh, um, Lord, got a hot date later. Yeah, woohoo! So um, I watched the first web series. What I decided to do, as well as the, the my two lovely hosts, um, we decided to watch the first one. Um, obviously, the first one showcases Gabby. Uh, and Gabby has disappeared from from the home, which is just crazy. Where is she? No, Gabby's the one who's is. all about the dudes. She's yes. with Carmen San Diego, but uh, where? So uh, all the girls are trying to look for her. Um, Callie talks about a story. She heard Gabby crying in the kitchen. She comes in, and Gabby sort of fabricates the story about her mother. Which we find out at the end of the webisode that the girls pull a pregnancy test out of the garbage can. So that leads me to believe that Gabby is with baby and she's with the boyfriend and the mother that she was talking about is actually herself her, yeah. because she talked about how her mom, she can't go to cosmetology school now mm-hmm. and sort of, you know, this is this is the end of everything. It's, and It's like um, the, when people come up to other people like, so um, I have a question. It's about a friend. Right. But they're speaking of themselves. Yeah. I have a friend. This friend, he... They look a lot like me. They want to go blonde. What do you think would happen? Right. Exactly. exactly. Yeah, it's the web series is four minutes, the mm-hmm. first episode. Yeah, a little over four. And, you know, if you guys would like to see us break down all five web, web episodes, comment in, in the comments below, obviously, on YouTube and iTunes, and maybe we can put that together for you guys, sort of do all five episodes 
in a bonus episode of, of our Foster's After Show. Because that would free. be amazing. Faux free. free. Bonus Just time. Just for you. Um, as far as next week, uh, I want to know what that wad of cash is about. Mm-hmm. Um, I think it has to do with the lawyer again. Maybe it's for Danny Nucci's whole situation. He but, even said he needed a lawyer. But why would Brandon be yeah. No, I guess you're right. No, you're right. I, I mean, I'm I'm very curious about that. Since there really was no cliffhangers in this episode, I mean, we do see that Steph is in a courtroom, so she's perhaps testifying right. um, on Danny Nucci's behalf, Mike's behalf. Mm-hmm. Um, so I'm excited to see what happens to them specifically and what Brandon is doing with the money. Right. What do you think? I don't know that it's per se a prediction, mm-hmm. but I thought it was interesting that we're bringing uh, Bianca, uh, what's her character's name? Sant- oh, um, yeah. uh, Lexi. Lexi back in. Thank you. Played by Bianca Santos. And that Emma and her met. And it, you know, it took so much uh, time for Mariana to become okay with Lexi's relationship with her brother. And now she's full on Lexi's side. So that's going to backfire for Jesus. And I just hope that no feelings get hurt in the process. And Emma needs to check herself with trying to answer Jesus' phone calls. Rude. Rude. Although, yeah, but Emma's on the show. Bianca's in Honduras with her bedroom with a big giant cross in the background. Like, she's not coming back anytime soon. (laughs) Yeah, she's not. They just need to kiss. Break it up. It was still rude, though. Skype break up. Um, (laughs) Brief piece of news while we're here. There was a contest. Not a contest. Um, ABC Family was the most tweeted about network on TV. On Twitter, lovely. Four point five million tweets in the month of January Oof. came from ABC Family. Yay. So good, crazy baby. Yay. Is that the audience? Yeah. Oh my god, <laughs> guys! Before we leave, where can we find you guys throughout the week? You can find me on Twitter at Stephanie Georgie G I O R G I, and on Instagram at Steffi G forty seven, and on Wednesday nights for American Idols after show. Uh, you can find me at Jilly Leff on Instagram, Jillian Leff on Twitter, and I just did an amazing interview with Katie Leclaire, <gasps> I the love her. star of Switched at Birth. She pay- she plays Daphne Vasquez. It's a one on one interview. I- we find out so much about who she is as a person. So I will tweet that link out later. I'll be retweeting it as well. Katie Leclaire, and it's called Spotlight on on After Buzz. So be sure to tune in. Where can we find you, Jeff? I tweet from Jeff Masters 1 and I talk about all my favorite books on Book Circle Online. Check it out. We'll see you next week, guys. See ya. From executive producers Maria Menounos, Kevin Undergaro, Phil Svitek, and the entire AfterBuzz TV staff, we would like to thank you for listening to the AfterBuzz TV network. To watch or listen to other After shows and post comments or questions, be sure to visit AfterBuzzTV.com. I'm Sir Richard Wentworth, and this has been a presentation of AfterBuzz TV. Buzz, see you later. The views expressed herein are those of the hosts only and do not necessarily reflect the views of AfterBuzz TV or its owners or principals. Thank you for watching AfterBuzz TV on YouTube. For more of your favorite After shows and interviews, subscribe to our channel here. And be sure to share your opinion on the episode in the comment section below here. We'd love to see what you guys are buzzing about. Thanks again. Buzz you later. <laughs> 